video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your hosts to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to the live episode of 242. That sounded really stupid and really off. Uh, Yeah, this is episode 242. We're live here on Twitch. I'm Mike. I'm here with my... I'm, I, you, you're my Hollywood homeboy. I don't give a fuck. But uh, as always, <laughs> I'm here but, this time, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you're here this time. Last time, you experienced a power outage, and yeah, we thought that uh, you know, like, oh, okay, like Wednesday, you know, we should be good. But let's see how it is. Let's see how the storm is. So fucking Wednesday rolls around. I don't think it's a good idea. It's fucking bad out. I'm like, okay, I feel like shit, and I I have COVID. So Thursday rolls around. All right, dude, uh, we got a problem. Uh, my power just went out, and I don't think it's coming back. Okay, that's cool. Like, whatever. Let's let's see. We'll ride it out. We'll see. 8 o'clock comes. Dude, my power came back on. Dude. I'm setting up and everything. 8.30. Uh, bad news, man. My power went back out, and that was it. Right? Dude, I was on my I, I own. Was, the lone wolf. I was- Dude, I was like a horny teenager on prom night, dude. I was getting teased all night with my power coming on for like five minutes. And then it would fucking shut off again. I'd be like, motherfucker. <laughs> then it would come on. I do it. And it came on like a good solid hour before eight o'clock. I'm like, yeah, all right, we're, we're on. Dude. Yeah, we're like, good. It's been on. It's consistent. No issues. And boom, it shut off. It didn't come back on until like fucking midnight, one o'clock in the morning. So, <sighs> but it. dude, it's so fucked up because like, there's, like while all that's happening, there's a massive ice storm going on and like I'm hanging out in my house and I hear a massive fucking like crashing noise. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, my I forgot God. about this. <laughs> Great. Right. And like we just had an earthquake here about like a fucking two or three weeks ago. And Decent that was one. fucking wild. Yeah, dude. Like I thought a fucking car hit my house. bro. It yeah. fucked me up. <laughs> and like the same thing with this. It was like, an equally fucking alarming sound. Right. And a giant fucking tree limb from the tree in my backyard was, was dude, like, it, it hit my fucking lawnmower. But it was like, my lawnmower is directly next to my house. So a, a good Close. foot over or a little bit longer, it would have taken my fucking back in my house. For Damn, sure. Because, like, I went and moved that fucker this week, dude. And, like, limbs are alarmingly deceiving. Like, I looked at this tree that was in my backyard, and I'm like, I can, okay, I'm fucking pick that tree up. Yeah, fucking fuck big it. Guy, yeah, right? I can do yeah, it. Right? Dude, I fucking couldn't even lift no. that fucker off the ground. No, it man. was so large. Girthy. Well, well, girthy. Well, here's the <laughs> thing, man. Like, when you're dealing with shit like that, it's not like you're going to the gym and picking up a bar with two 45-pound plates on it that it weighs 135 pounds. It's just fucking lift it right up. This Dude, is like 135 bad. pounds spread over, like, nine feet with different branches coming off. It's awkward as fuck. It's like picking up dead weight. It's hard as hell. Yeah, because the weight's like distributed in very weird ways with all the branches coming off. So I ended up just, I took a saw, limbed it up. Fuck it, man. Movable pieces. Chainsaw Uh, that shit, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But this week, actually, wait, my hound won't shut up. Took a year, 
but I got you live. Hello. Thank you for coming. We appreciate the effort. Um, yeah, dude. That's maybe awesome. it's what maybe uh, doing it a little bit later is making it a little bit easier on uh, on a couple people. Who knows? We gotta. I never like I'm, I'm stupid and I never thought about like people in other time zones. I'm like, dude, eight o'clock, seven o'clock. What's wrong with that? But yeah, like if well, you live on the west coast, like you're still at fucking work. Well, exactly. We were trying like, to do it before. Yeah. Like, bro, we're doing this shit at seven thirty, right? So on the west coast, it's it's four thirty. I'm still at work at 4.30. I ain't getting off for another half hour, plus getting home and all that shit. So, like, we got to do it a little bit later. Um, I still want to do something on the weekend. Like, maybe watch something that's public domain so we don't get fucking sued or whatever the hell happens nowadays. That's that's prime time for me, dude. I don't know. I don't got to. There's no bedtime for for Papa Grizz on the weekends, dude. I don't got to be up in the morning a specific time. I'm, I'm game for any weekend tomfoolery you want to fucking get Let's into do it we could do it late so. dude well, well, oh, well yeah we'll do like I'll 10 get o'clock silly when it gets later you dude, do like, dude we Let's should roll it. like a we should roll like a 10 o'clock what about that something like that I'll roll a 10 o'clock blunt let's get fucking silly with it let's dude. I'm do down it for whatever let's fucking do it let's we'll figure you know what we will figure out a date at some point tonight or tomorrow not on the air because we got to talk about it um but we will come up with one for next week. All right. How about that? Yeah. Cool. I'm down with that. Cool. Yeah, dude. I'm all in. All right. All right. This week, we have a movie that I saw for the first time at VHS Fest. I had no idea what the fuck I was watching. There's other people I know here. Grizz, you also were like, what the fuck is going on? You had illicit <laughs> substances in your body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had uh, no idea what was going on here. <laughs> K- Kiryu Gore thought that he was, him and his buddy thought that they were watching two different movies. They had no clue it was an anthology. <laughs> and that is the 1989 anthology. I'm not going to say classic because I feel like maybe like fucking less than a percent of the population has seen this movie. Uh, <laughs> Satan's Storybook. Dude, this is like a newer one for me. The tape has always been expensive. Uh, I never, for whatever reason, I never like sought out the movie digitally. Like, oh, I'm going to just go watch it on YouTube or fucking now it's on Tubi. But at that point, it would have been YouTube. Um, I was For whatever reason, I, I didn't watch it up until recently. And this movie fucking rules. And I am quite surprised that the uh, like the hype around the tape actually kind of meets it. It it kind of like exceeded for me. Like, okay, so definitely like watching it back, I went and immediately bought a DVD copy of it after VHS Fest. I was like able to find one, which I can't find again for some reason. I don't know. Lost. And uh, yeah. But uh, so basically, like watching it at VHS Fest, like I I had was watching a completely fucking different movie than what I remember watching it afterwards. And after I bought it, I was like, dude. This fucking movie rules because at, at the time I was like, I thought, like I said, I thought I was watching a completely different movie at VHS Fest, and I just fell in love with these clowns that I thought were hilarious <laughs> and like a really fun time. But like now, I appreciate this movie and love this movie on a totally different level. Yeah, so I have I have two like perspectives that I absolutely loved this movie in. So I mean, for me, it's a classic. This movie has such a weird vibe to it, like not in a bad way, just like the way it's shot, the way it looks, every like everything about it is just very like uh, uh, like you know how people talk about like comfort movies, like oh like when like 
It, there's like a fucking huge snowstorm out. I used to always watch Dawn of the Dead. Like that's fucking always the movie that I put on. I would watch Dawn of the Dead. This movie has like a similar feel where it's like a comfort film where it feels like something that you grew up with, like you saw when you were a kid. But I mean, I didn't. But for whatever reason, it just gives me that same vibe. Is it because it looks like I I said this to you before? It looks like something that was made for PBS. Maybe that is it. I don't know, dude. It feels like a like a, a PBS horror fucking movie. But like a really wild one that they would never obviously yeah. play on, on PBS. There's there is like this weird quality too of this thing happening in this movie that I don't see often where it's like it's intertwining this low budget, like really nerdy, like role playing type of like thing going on with like a kind of cool horror movie. Yeah, it's got like because a D&D like, thing going on here. Yeah, there is this like hardcore D&D aspect. It feels like a horror movie in the same world that that movie Legend takes place in. It would fucking Tom Cruise and shit. It, it feels like in this like the same vein of that movie. But it's like it's dreamy. Like I and not even saying that because I watched this when I like was on fungus and shit, but I'm saying that even watching it <laughs> off of that, like this movie's very fucking whimsical and, and dreamy and like I don't know. Well, it's wild to watch. Well, like the cover art of the VHS tape is not in the movie. That's not a thing. There's no guns in this oh, movie, no, right? Doesn't yeah, she got a gun, yeah. right? She's holding a gun. <laughs> Yeah, that's not it. This, so it there's, yeah. They have swords and like staffs. Yeah, it's like DN fucking D. But the first thing that you see when you watch this movie is fucking ninjas fighting. Yo. Listen to this music. <laughs> it's pretty good. The soundtrack, like the epic. score to this is fucking epic as fuck. Look at this. This looks straight out of like a D&D fucking campaign. Dude, I, I love the ninjas. This is this is so good. Oh, but yeah, dude. So for our, our British homie here, which is fucking awesome, yeah, like PBS is like a, a public, public broadcast channel that would just play like a lot of like everything from like oh this is like a woodworking fucking shop that you're watching stuff. now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah educational stuff, but a lot of it was pretty low budget also <laughs> <laughs> well you're using like taxpayer funds so it's like okay we're gonna give you like 60 dollars to make a two-hour movie like can you guys roll with that it's like mm, yeah. i don't know but like i feel like for such a low budget movie like this it punches way above its fucking like weight class you know what i mean it's, it's ambitious right well like the score it's fucking awesome for like a like a yeah. low budget electronic score of the 80s like of the late 80s, it's fucking awesome. The acting is pretty okay. Like some people are great, some people aren't. I've, I've seen better, I've seen worse. But the stories themselves are great. They're long, it's an anthology, so you only get two stories, just like The Burning Moon. They're just longer, you know, longer pieces Quality. with a wraparound. And the wraparound is actually in two sections. You have, you know, the ninja shit in the forest between like, this dark hell princess and her sister who is ginger lynn <laughs> ginger lynn yeah but they don't really explain who she like is right she's i guess just like she's like prophesized to be like the well, she's like the sister of the, the the fucking hell queen yeah who was supposed to be dead yeah that was the one that was tied up to the tree is not dead no. obviously she's come back for fucking revenge as a white ninja so that's a fucking problem but that's like the the wraparound of you know, and so basically the the devil is waiting for like 
this bitch to come back and be like, yo, we're supposed to have devil babies. What are we doing? <laughs> so he's getting bored and he needs some entertainment. I mean, that's that's a great setup well, for a fucking movie. Well, first, let's let's show you Satan in this movie. Oh, he's all right. He's a brick this house, is, bro. This is him. This is fucking Kevin Nash over here. <laughs> yo, this dude is a beast. Yeah, he's he's directing his minions to go get his fucking his bride and kill the other fucking girl. But look at this guy. Now, it looks like a mask, right? It looks like a mask, but when they show him like up close, it's like a kind of a prosthetic. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Dude, I, I had to say, I'm so fucking happy with how Jack the Devil is. I think that it's like perfect. Like yes. if this would have been like a little scrawny dude or something, not, or, or like even like a big fat guy, it wouldn't have worked as well. This dude's fucking intimidating. Yeah, he's like he beat that ass. He's tall as fuck too. Like I'm like this dude is like what is he doing here? Like this dude <laughs> belongs in WWF <laughs> at the fucking time. He's like and he keeps like getting up and like doing the fucking uh, like the Mad Max two, like the fucking Lord Humongous, like putting his arms <laughs> up again. <laughs> showing his lats off he yeah 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 doing. he like does it like he like shows his like stuff and then he like closes it and then sits down <laughs> and then opens it up again like to show the hamburger meat watch it breed yeah yeah uh, plumpke is like on onto something here though when he uh, when they say 90s neon purple lighting for the win like this whole movie has like great just like overall like the the atmosphere of the movie not yeah. so much. Oh, it's, it's lit, you know, really well. It's it's a low budget movie or whatever. But like, it's so atmospheric. Like it all the parts of yeah. It's just it's so on fucking brand to what I want for this movie. Yeah, because you have like this wraparound that takes place in like a fantasy world. You know what I mean? You got them talking about the Black Forest and all that shit. But then you have the stories that take place like in our reality, and they're not. I mean, they're supernatural, but not. Uh, to this extent where you got like right. monsters that look like raw head wrecks and all that shit fighting with swords and you know no, you don't see anybody shoot a fireball but you're like expecting it right like the fucking scary tales uh anthology it, it's, it's cool. it would fit right in here like some wizard wizardry stuff would be right fucking on on brand with what's going on especially in the black wood scenes yeah because those scenes are all like action people fighting funny fucking monsters fun there's ninjas there's the hell princess there's the good one that talks about like her sister or sibling getting killed in the crib and all this shit you have that going on and then you got like satan sitting in like this fucking abyss down there uh, in his PBS fucking set, talking to his minions, and he's got like his jester that also reminds me of something like vaguely familiar from my childhood. I don't know why, dude. So this jester character, I I think this is like a a brilliant way to like turn this whole wraparound thing into an anthology. So like I laid out before that like you know the the devil is 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 dramatically waiting for his bride and like he's, he's full of angst and, you know he needs to be distracted from the fucking yeah. pain that this is causing him so he calls in this fucking jester bro and the jester's like let me fucking tell you some tales of horror that you'll fucking fall in love with and like i i fell in love with the fucking all jester right wait, immediately. Let's, let's show them this motherfucker here look at this Oh, dude. This guy's straight out of like a fortune off Halloween setup. Show me a story of 
but it's it's fucking perfect dude and like his his whole like demeanor and he does this little jump thing it's just Ooh, <laughs> oh, look yeah, at that oh, sammy kerr it. right there <laughs> it's so good dude <laughs> I want you to jump around like that for me. I want those <laughs> fucking pants he's wearing. Oh yeah, dude! Look at this little guy. For an evil jester, it's just—it's perfect, man. It's not like over the top, like corny. It's—it's it's, it's still like kind of fucking evil. Yeah, it's cool. It's—it's it's like on the creepy side, right? It's yeah. It's cool though. It's—it's it's cool, and uh, it's funny because you get the name here. Like, oh, this one's about the demon of death. And you don't realize that it looks like a dude that's like out of a Todd Sheets movie or something like that. You know, like the dude that plays the actual quote unquote demon of death killer of the first story. Was it just me or did he kind of look like Bret Hart? I kept fucking like a young that, Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. Like dude, a, I was like, is that the hit man? Like, like, a, st- like a stampede wrestling Bret Hart. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a fitting name. He was the fucking hit man. I'm like, oh, demon of death. This could all it could, oh, it it could be a fucking loose tie together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this first story, you want to give like a little rundown of this one? Well, the demon of death has been on a fucking killing rampage and they can't figure out who done it. I mean, that's basically it. And I, and I love the way the demon uh, would would choose his next victim by just like opening a phone book and randomly pinpointing a name, yeah. and then he's off to the races. It's such a you know classic, That's classic like, play, man. There's like people in this world that will never have to use a phone book. Think Ever about that. Again. Yeah, or probably it. know even what a phone fucking phone book is i still get one like thrown on my porch every fucking once in a while i have a fatty on there i haven't looked at one in a while but uh i remember as a kid like going through like oh like i i, I like want a new baseball bat or like a new hockey stick and like oh let me look for like sports stores. yellow pages yeah oh, yeah that was the best mm-hmm. shit man i never really used the white never used the white pages i feel like it just wasn't uh wasn't like as a at the age I was at, I didn't know anybody's fucking address to like cross it to or anything like that. I it didn't work for me, but the yellow pages, man, fuck yeah, that made sense. For See sure. all sorts of fucked up look, shit. Look, there. The, look who decides to fucking show up. Here we are coming in late for people on the West Coast, and he lost track of time. Bullshit. One and only Ernie Keg stands. Everybody, oh, welcome let's to give the show, him. buddy. Yeah, yeah, we need to get the, the soundboard again so I can hit that. <laughs> I'm going to start doing the clap for him. So, yeah, this first story is about the demon of death, uh, a serial killer that looks like he's about 19 years old. And he definitely listens to Megadeth. Um, oh, dude. You got an exodus. Yeah, you got a you got a girl that's like this semi goth girl in her with her black walls in her bedroom. Um, learning about, learning about the occult because apparently her grandmother was, uh, some sort of an occultist, but she's like your typical eighties punk looking girl. Right. But it, it's like a cool setup for what eventually is like the culmination of this story. Jezebel Jones. I love the fucking name. Did they live on, did they say that they lived on 69, 69, like skeleton road or something like that? Yeah, dude. I wrote that down. I was like, that is oh, such shit. a stupid fucking name that would like that is definitely an address that i would come up with for a fucking movie oh it's like 420 boner drive bro. It's, it's like so on brand <laughs> look at everybody's names in the movie too come on uh, it, like uh, what'd you what'd you expect man we ain't on a fucking elm street here it's okay the fucking demon of death though go into this family's house randomly and just fucking them up 
right? Like a oh. this is this is again like a real burning moon type thing. Like this dude just showing up and just fucking destroying people. It's quite and but you know what? There's no rape in it or anything like that. So like I I was I wasn't uncomfortable at any point. No, there's no dong. There's no there's no boobs or anything. There's no boobs. There boob? no. no boobs. Right? No, this movie. No, no, no boobs. No. no, just the fucking Boob-free. devil. Just the devil. Which is pretty rare for a ginger fucking Lynn movie. Let's be real. They I didn't mean, have enough for that. They're 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 fucking titful. <laughs> is that a word? Titful? I, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't have enough money to pay her to do that shit. Um, but like this dude goes to this house and just starts fucking laying waste to this family. Um, I think one of the first things, because you kind of get like an idea of how this movie's gonna go after this, is when the dad gets shot. I right? like the dad killing. This, yeah. is, this is brutal. Yeah, the dad first gets fucking stabbed in the gut. That's not enough, right? It's never enough. So there he is, clutching his guts. This guy's a, he's a silver fox, right? Look at him. Okay, so that's oh. the demon of death. Look at him, straight off a fucking double dare. I like that shot there where the guy spits the blood into the camera. Great. And here it is. So these shots, boom, with the fucking smoking That's the daughter. gun, dude. Call him, call him That's the shit I like. See, like, did you really have a serial killer in the 80s if he wasn't wearing studded biker gloves like that? Dude, <laughs> so uh, that is something I did, <laughs> I wanted to point out, is that, like, every, like, cliche 80s bad guy, like, rocker dude is is so, like, that dude who in reality is, like, kind of what it's supposed to be but like always it's like a really corny version yeah of that thing you know it's like oh he's got a he's got a a badass vest on but it's like always with like a dumb patch or like well he's got a pentagram on the back yeah exactly like a painted on pentagram it's never like really what would have maybe there was some some dudes out there drawing shit like that on their stuff but i'm saying like to me, it always just seems like a like a, a a corny version of what they're trying to get across. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I'm wearing this. I got a cursed patch on my vest here. Look at you, and like, you look, fucking... dude, this thing is old as fuck now. But uh, like, you could just do something stupid like that, right? Like, come on, what it's, the fuck? Don't be so cool. And, and dude, like, it's like the bandanas, the gloves, and shit like that. It kind of who did he, who's he look like that? He looks like fucking Van Bieber. And fucking, uh, <laughs> he could be like Van Bieber's retarded cousin or something like that, dude. It's so fucking stupid. It, it, it is. It's that. It's that cliche look of like I'm a badass rocker in the '80s. Yeah, or I'm gonna get ya. Uh, oh yeah, you rock home. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> but this guy fucking lays waste to this family, and uh, it's actually like. It's it's pretty decent for like a home invasion type story, right? Like there's no bullshit. He doesn't want anything but to kill these people, right? Yeah. Like that's it. It's Zeke. What? That's his actual his, his real name. name. Zeke. Zeke. Is it what? Yeah, Did they? Oh yeah, because he goes on trial and everything, right? Oh yeah. So which uh, is cool. What I do like too is that like this is dude this this Zeke dude is like the one of the co-writers of the film with like the director. Nice. So I like that. Like, it's cool to know like he was involved in like, you know, I'll, I'll play the fucking demon of death. Like that's, yeah. that's right in my yeah. alley. I'm a fucking young Bret Hart motherfucking motherfucker. Like fuck it, man. I'm lay it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they, they love dude, using dude. the gun, right? He's just fucking shooting people. He's, dude, he's, I getting... don't hate it. No, I don't mind no, it I don't either. Hate the gun. 
Well, they, that's going to be a thing that's going to happen with these serial uh, serial killers. Look at Maniac. You have him blowing them the fuck up. You have Tom Savini's head just fucking get destroyed. It's awesome. That's like beyond you know, fucking awesome. It, it, going back to like what what Alan Cantation said in, in the chat about like other than a few you know scenes here and there, it's kind of a PG thirteen movie. And like I, I agree with you in that sense, but like because of that, I feel like they did things like really well for being a low budget film. Like those gunshot scenes are like really cinematically kind of fucking cool. Yeah, it's not just like boom, the fucking dude's dead. You know, like. They, they put some, like, thought into, like, making it an interesting scene that, like, I kind of want to go back to and watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with, like, a lot of the different parts of this movie where it's like, yeah, we're not getting, like, low-budget gore that's, like, over the fucking top. But it's a really interesting fucking story that's told in a really fucking, like, you know, digestible way yeah. for being a low-budget film. Yeah. Because, like, look, like, this, this isn't necessarily, like insanely gory right but it's it's fucking effective vest yeah yeah look at this guy with the, with the killer the fake blood on his face like perfectly placed there they're playing they're playing russian roulette aka he's just like spinning the chamber and pulling the trigger by your head yeah like she's the only participant yeah. but the cops come in just unload and like See, he was he's like pumped full of lead. You get the idea. You know what I mean? Like and you see him on the way out, he's covered in blood and shit, and he says, Hail Satan, which is pretty good. But uh That's the dude, honestly, that's I, I wish I would have took that fucking clip because I, I I meant to where he, he's like being rolled out and he just is like Hail Satan. <laughs> he's yeah. like going by the camera. <laughs> Cause it's it's funny. I'm I'm one of those people that like normally I want to see the kill and I think when they cut away it's bullshit and it like kind of loses it, you know takes a little bit away that's why i you know yet again like the burning moon or something they don't cut away from anything you see it happen i think that's awesome it takes a lot of skill to actually do that like effects wise and everything in this movie for whatever reason they cut away but when they actually return to the victim it looks awesome like the mom gets shot in the head and you see like when you don't see her get shot in the head but what you do see is like her against the door falling down and she turns and you see like her eye was like blown out like yeah. it, and it looks it looks crazy. And it's There's all that blood on that fucking howling poster that's on the fucking oh, it was door. The howling four. <laughs> four. I know. It's like, right. That's was the a, worst fucking one. Of course, yeah. you got that poster there from was, your local video store. There was also a scared stiff poster in there. I saw I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what a what a room. Right. But um. She's, Jezebel Jones, yeah. baby. So, so after this, uh, it's about a year later, the demon of death gets sentenced to, I guess, death. <laughs> right? Yeah, he gets fried. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you have a lot of cool but, interactions before it gets dude, to that point. This motherfucker that, that we're about to meet is, to me, the star of the goddamn movie. This dude puts it all together. He's he's He's... Putting together a fucking a portrayal of a police officer that belongs in like a fucking Academy Award level <laughs> movie, dude. He he has everything we fucking need in a in a cop for this film. Dude. All right, let me and roll. He, he's the the fat man. Let me roll Such that. A good name. Let me roll Boss Hog over here. Dude, I'm in love with this guy. Look at this guy. Oh, you know, 
you got one last request before mm. you. Uh, he kind of looks like the. He kind of looks like uh, what's her name from Poltergeist. Well, that's a quest, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be her, her older brother, much larger. I love this interaction though, where he's like, "Any last requests?" And you know, he's being a smart ass. Oh, and he's just like, "You son bitch." <laughs> Dude, he, he, everything about this character is epic. This response, I wanted to fuck your mother. It's, just... <laughs> it's priest, Red Foreman, doesn't know what to do. But let me fuck your mother. Dude, when he lights <laughs> up, this here, this right here. Look at that shit. Oh, look at that face. Motherfucker. <laughs> dude, that is pure, dude, that, oh. He kind of looks like fucking Bubbles from fucking Trailer Park Boys right there a little bit. He's just super fucking mad. My Hound Won't Shut Up just brought up something good about like the knife play and all that shit in this. This dude is awesome with spinning the gun. He's got the the, uh, butterfly knife and he's playing with it, like twirling it around. But he does it perfectly and it's fast. Like where it's believable that this guy uses this thing a lot. Oh, he yeah, that dude definitely is a butterfly knife fucking dude. He definitely probably has one that he used all the fucking time to be able to do it that smoothly. Uh, Kiryu Gore, he looks like a southern wrestling promoter from the territory like days. Fucking Percy fucking Pringle yeah. can fucking play that character. Yeah. Dude. This guy definitely worked for fucking world class championship wrestling yeah, back in the nineteen eighty five. Mid South manager for sure. Sheesh. So yeah, like this guy gets fucking fried, right? But as this is happening, um, the girl from before is speaking through some sort of uh, out like out of body experience. Uh, I don't know how she's doing this in a dream, I guess, with her grandmother, and they're they're basically talking about damning this guy to like the like the abyss into blackness into nothingness not hell but just like lost forever right that's the plan that they're talking about well it's cool because we got that set up that like jezebel jones is like fucking with witchcraft like her parents kind of set that up before her death and like you know we, we find out that her her grandmother is like a fucking you know what do you call them? She was like a medium or something like that. Yeah, right? there we go. You know, she was a hot sauce. And fuck it, <laughs> she could talk to the fucking dead. And like, so we already have that like in our head that, you know, there's a possibility there. So after like we find out he's getting fucking fried in the electric chair, she's fucking doing this seance. Like you said, talking to the grandma. And they do, they set it up to be like, all right, if he dies, we want the fucking soul. You know, we're, we're going to do some shit. And they do. And it's the fucking one of the coolest things. Yeah. I personally think. Like for an actual single scene to be shot on a low budget movie. It's yeah. fucking cool. So the grandmother warns Jezebel that if he's more powerful than you, you know, you can be basically damned to this fucking nothingness. Right? And she's like really confident in her abilities. And uh she's a bad bitch. She yeah, yeah. She lo- she seems like she knows what she's doing, but um you were talking about this scene now. Um, she does what she has to do. He's killed in the fucking electric chair. And then we Which have, is great. yeah, also, yeah. Then we have this fucking awesome scene of his like ethereal body in the electric chair entering her room. This is some nightmare in Elm street looking shit right now. Look Dude, at this. How cool is this? Look, how fucking cool is this? Look, the platform like floating in. He just breaks out ah. of it. 
I like the modulated this, voice. This to me makes the movie. This is this is perfect. This is so sick. He's like, oh, you, you think you could fucking fuck with me, motherfucker? Look at this the guy. fucking demon of death, bitch. Yeah, and, his, fucking, and his Canadian tuxedo. Look at him. Yeah. I got a goddamn pentagram painted on my vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically they have this interaction and he's like, yo, you're fucked. Like he like I'm more powerful. Yeah, you're you deep. are fucked. And the end of this segment is you see like the jeans and the fucking denim vest walking down with the shirt on and everything. But when this person gets like completely into frame, it's Jezebel, right? He took over her body, possesses her to continue on the killing spree. What a great I love I love fucking downers, dude. And that's what's great yeah. about this fucking movie, dude. Yeah. It's truly Satan's fucking storybook. There's no fucking happy ending here, folks. No, why that's would what you came be? for. You're in the wrong fucking place. Yeah, why would this motherfucking hell jester be telling good shit, right? Fuck yeah. that. Hell jester. Oh, you know that's what? good. Let's go back to the hell jester, hope- dude. <laughs> yeah, come back. Because we got uh we got story number two here, and this is my favorite of the two, and I'm sure it's your favorite also, because Ooh, you know, yeah, woo, woo, but uh we got the I'll- jester here. Do not worry, Lord. Here he is. He's got the little doll from Beer Fest. Someone just blew a big fatty hit into the scene. Damn. <laughs> Look at this guy. I just love the interaction between these two. Like, just this scene is so basic, you know, the back black background and stuff. But it, it's it's so perfect at the same time. Yeah, this is where you get a real good look at like Satan's face, right? Looks like a punk sort of floppy horns. Yeah. He does have a puggish thing going on. He's he's cute. The floppy horns. Yeah. So we uh, we got this next story, which is like a real downer story too. Um, it's about a aging clown who just can't put down the bottle, <laughs> right? And he loses his job and does something drastic, and well, that's why, why that's why he's being uh, he's being told to the devil. His his story is being told to the devil, right? Because it's uh not a good yeah, thing. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a downer. <laughs> it's a sad clown story this one is this one's even more of a downer than the first one right okay so with that being said like we talked about how like oh this could be like a pg-13 movie and shit like that i think this movie accomplishes something that a lot of low budget films probably could not do and that is tell such a downer of a fucking story Mm -hmm. that it just has that same effect that a super gory fucking low budget film would have on you. Yeah. It, it's, it's viscerally almost like the same feeling of being like, Oh fuck dude. Sweet. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> like, this is the same, like this story is so fucking like on so many levels, like really heavy. I'm just like, this is so fucking cool that they, they went for this and they, they pull it off really well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's about a clown who gets fired from his job, hangs himself, and ends up he's in, alcoholic. Yeah, he ends up in hell, and he's visited by like this other hell clown that is. Uh, so supposed I take to be. it as like he ends up basically in like clown purgatory, 
where he is visited by like clown death and is told, look, your next stop motherfucker is hell. Like this is, that's kind of like the, the, where I, I feel like this takes place almost is like a, a purgatory state for yeah. clowns. Yeah, it has it has to be. Or like you can't leave yeah. that room. Like you can't leave that area where like right. you, yeah. where you, uh, this or you kill yourself. Like yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So this will give you an idea Big also. So this is where he actually Whoa. hangs himself. So look at this fucking sad looking motherfucker. Puts the uh the noose around his neck. He ties it to the fucking door handle so when the guy opens the door it kicks the fucking chair out is he killing himself yes yeah i i I don't know my friend yes contraire i mean he's not physically doing it no that's actually does it well this guy would be assisting the suicide it would still be a suicide Assisted suicide, Kevorkian, huh? Uh, Kevor- Interesting. Hey, hey, he was doing a service. He was ahead of his time. <laughs> oh, so that he's okay yeah. with this motherfucker. Look at that. But dude, this is brutal. Uh, there's something so poetic and beautiful about giant clown shoes hanging. Look, look at that. Just like that. This is, this is amazing. Like brutal. Whoop, whoop, fucking whoop. Whoop, dude. whoop. Shit, man. That, but I like the guy. That's like coming in that like, he, I guess he's like the janitor, like the maintenance dude. He, he kind of reminds me of fucking, what's his name? Jackie or whatever from uh microwave massacre. Oh yeah. Jackie Fuck. Vernon. Yeah, he does yeah. kind of have that. Yeah. Like that. Same he, lovability. He, he's like kind of dopey. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, what? Oh a- shit boss. He hung himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's all mad. Right. He's like, Oh, I should have told him when he was home. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. That was the best. Yeah. To, okay, yeah. The, the boss who like Brutal. fired him finds out that he hanging himself. He's like, "Oh, I should have waited till he got home to call him and told him." And yeah. The like, boss. Oh, the boss is like That's the funny. owner of the carnival from uh from Ghoulies too. You know, like he's kind yeah, of yeah, he's, exactly. he's like sometimes he's okay and then other times he's like fucking horrible. It's like what the fuck, right? But but what a setup. And then uh, this guy kills himself and he awakens. Sitting at his little uh, makeup table, right in the same room that he's in, but only the door's locked this time. He can't get out. Brutal. I, I think this is so cool. The idea that he hangs himself in this place, and like now this is like where he is stuck between this or hell. Like this is such a cool, and in the fact that he's a fucking clown with only half of his fucking makeup done because he's an alcoholic and couldn't get it done in time. Like, there's just so many layers of, like, sadness in this fucking movie, in this scene in particular. I'm just like, this is so fucking cool. Well, like, this is way beyond, like, the, the like, what this movie, I feel like, has aspirations to make. Well, he doesn't believe he's dead, right? Like, that's right, the whole yeah, thing. That, yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't believe he's dead, and now, like, this clown guy... Has to best sh- character. Yeah, he has to like basically like convince him, right? Like, no, man, like you're dead, bro. Well, he doesn't have to, but he's trying to. It's like a weird, weird character, right? Like, <sighs> dude, I think that that death clown or the clown that personifies death is probably one of the coolest fucking characters in any movie of all time. I absolutely adore this motherfucker yeah like his his get up 
the way he like the, his clothing, everything, his like voice. his his voice, his yeah, like the things he says, his his mannerism changes and shit, dude. Like this guy, fucking gets it. Like he knows what an evil clown should be. Let me show you. Uh, let me show you this evil clown. Is he really evil now? I think he's just he, he just delivers the shit news. Yeah. So there he is. Oh, dude. Mickey Lamont. Oh, look at this sad. Look at this sad guy. Look at the. I love the voice, like the laughing, like the little like chuckles. Oh, dude. He's. I love his little pentagram necklace thing that he wears and shit, dude. It's all so fucking fitting. It's it's awesome. It's like slightly creepy, but like like fucking awesome. I don't know. It's not yeah, like it's like, not like a Pennywise type deal. It's like one step above that. Yeah, and it, it's and it's still like it's so subtle enough to be like. I, I think there's something more terrifying about it being being like a subtle like scary clown, than it being like an like obviously scary clown. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like it, it's it's almost more terrifying to me to just be like. Is there something fucking weird about that clown? Well, the, like, ch- like, the, the chat just brought it up. He's got a tail. The tail is a weird thing. I like so that now look. is he is is he the devil? No, the devil's in the story. Is being told the story, right? But is 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 in the story is like I don't know. I, I presume like a tail to be like associated with the devil. You know, the devil's got a tail and shit. But like I never heard of death having a tail. So that's a weird. It's a weird choice. I didn't say. know there was a separate death for clowns. Uh, well, we there's this is a, a learning movie. It's on PBS, dude. Like this, is, <laughs> it's like this, this set looks like a PBS set too. And I love that it is like an like, obvious set. Yeah, this like, looks like Shining Time perfect, Station right. or fucking something like that. Like, <laughs> where's George Carlin? Yeah, that fucker out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little did I know as a kid that the guy was probably fucking high as shit, right? Like fucking cursing everything at the set I yeah. love that. oh my god that's so fucking funny um this story though the whole time you have this guy trying to convince our fucking alcoholic uh suicide clown that he's dead and there's one point where the guy's like i could i could show you your body if you want but like it's fucked up oh. like i don't know if you wanna and he like they like flash over to like I guess reality or whatever, and they're all standing in the room, and you see like the clown hanging there, and they're cutting down the body. They just let it drop, right? They're dead even, weight. Yeah, right they to the floor. Cl- it's fucking awesome. It's so good. I love man. when he sees his body. That's so like chilling. Like I, it's it's just so morbid in like a really not grotesque way that it's almost like more grotesque to me. Yeah. Like I like I, I don't know if it's because I've become so desensitized for all the shit that we've watched. Now we need to like, see it like do it psychologically. Like we got to be yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah. that it, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you yeah, hurt me in other ways, motherfucker. Like yeah, show me yeah. so, show me a, a clown that doesn't realize it's dead and needs to be proven through its own suicidal fucking viewing of its body. Like that's what I need to see in order yeah. to feel something now. He's like how do you think you would have felt seeing this when you were like, you know, 12. I wouldn't have understood. No? I wouldn't have got it. No, I mean, I, w- I would have understood the first story for sure. You know, you would have like, liked the first one, right? You would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. I would have gotten like, oh, this he's a dead clown. Like, oh, interesting. But I wouldn't have like realized the gravity of the story that they're telling. You know, and like, yeah, yeah, how sad of a fucking story it is, dude. Like, it, it's wild. Yeah, I, I'm gonna cry. I, 
<laughs> yeah, well, like when you're a kid, you just want to see people getting cut the fuck up. You want to see heads exploding. You want to see blood. You want to see guts. This isn't a horror movie. What is this? Yeah, and especially after the first movie being so, uh, the first story of the anthology being so fucking like over the top kind of crazy right like it's frantic the whole thing is nuts the demon of death guy is overacting but in a good way where he seems oh, like yeah. he's a lunatic but it's just kind of funny because he's also like kind of baby-faced and looks very young but uh like the second one then is like a total 180 it's all story driven right like you don't really see anything gory or bloody until the end of the of the story and even that's not too bad right no yeah it's and it, it is like these the first one kind of feels like it's being done by low budget actors, you know, like it, it, yeah. it kind of feels like, oh, these guys are which is fitting for what it is. You know, I wouldn't want to see someone like really trying to go for it in that fucking first story or anything. It just would feel out of place. Whereas like I feel like the the, the two clowns in this scene are really fucking good actors. Like I am really drawn in to the dialogue that they have and like the yeah, story they have a... build up between them and stuff. It's like, cause he, the, the, this clown basically lays it on him. Cause like the fucking, the, the suicide clown is like, bro, like I, I why am I going to go to hell? Like I've been a oh, good guy. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm just, I, I want to go to heaven or I want to go home. This blah blah blah. Sick. And the fucking, the death clowns like, Oh, you, you, you think you've been a good person? Like really? Because there's a fucking homeless dude that you fucking stabbed in the neck back here who you fucking stole his wallet who says that you're not you know like he starts basically laying out all these reasons why you haven't been a good person like what are you talking about you don't you, don't you remember doing these horrible fucking things in your life yeah and yeah. that was when i was like oh fucking 180 on me on this motherfucker yeah. this is nuts because uh you know the hell clown is not necessarily a bad guy he's like not doing anything really that's like he tells him, like, I don't think you want to see your body. He like he legitimately is telling him, like, you're not going to want you don't want to see it. No, he's a truth bringer, dude. He, all he is is just laying out the information. True. And it's it's hard. It's True. hard information. Facts. For this motherfucker. To hard digest, facts. You know? He doesn't like it. Yeah. He doesn't like it. You got to look in the mirror one day and say, did I? I'm a clown. Did I kill somebody for three dollars? <laughs> Did yeah, I, and that was the thing too. He killed the dude, and it was like three dollars in his wallet. And he's like, "But it was enough to buy a cheap bottle of booze, wasn't it, Tommy?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you got him, motherfucker, right where it hurts." Zing! <laughs> oh, so good. It's really such an awesome character, and and this fucking guy thinks that he's gonna be able to just fucking stab up this hell clown. Like, yeah, that's really gonna fucking work. Um, I'm gonna. This is the end of the segment, right? But I'm going to just play it. We're still going to talk about it. But I just want you to see this because this is probably my favorite part of this of this fucking thing. It's a longer clip, but I had to take the whole thing because it's it's perfect, man. But yeah, he, he gets so fed up with this. He's fucking, got the Swiss Army death. knife that he's you murdered. That's going to fucking. He murdered the guy the with that, right? Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The desperation. Oh, he also coming. like morphs into like V2 Frieza here with the fucking. <laughs> yeah, the more eviler version of himself. You haven't seen my final form. Look at this. Ah, right in the stomach. With a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, dude? You Look, think that's going to do just it? Spraying oh, blood everywhere. Spray. Look at his face covered in blood. I got the twisted metal clown now, doesn't he? A little bit. Oh, like Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Yeah, that was his name, Sweet Tooth. 
It's like, yo, you just killed this motherfucker, but like, where do you think you're gonna, like, you're gonna go? You think you're just gonna fucking yeah, go back dude. to reality? This is the best you're part trapped. here. Surprise! Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. That dude. Was, that was pretty good. But like, I, voice, I, yeah. I love that ending there. I love him like jumping into the black frame with like blood all over his face. And, it pops off the fucking screen when, dude. Let me tell you, when I first watched this, <laughs> did that scare I don't know, you? What the, <laughs> dude? I was I was all over the place with this movie because I couldn't comprehend what was going on through most of it. My first watch, and I just kept seeing these wild fucking images of clowns and blood i was yeah. big chested <laughs> men <laughs> but this is this is honestly like a fucking insane segment it's a super downer ending this guy thought he was able to kill death which is a stupid idea in the first there's place no escaping it there's yeah. no escaping death. yep and uh he ends up i guess being damned to hell all right that's why we're getting that story uh, being told to the devil awesome 10 out of 10 both of the stories yeah. 10 out of 10 Pure you know, fucking like the, just magic, magic. And like the Joker, like even like the Jester even says, like now he's swimming in your lakes of fire as uh, one of your servants, forever burning or something like that. And Brutal. I was just like, yeah, dude, Mwah, perfect, uh, uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, after that, we go back to uh, we go back to Satan and all that shit, and uh, the Hell Princess comes back to him and says, like, yo. You didn't, you didn't do anything to fucking help me. Like, what yeah. the fuck? You fucking failed. Your men suck. Yeah, you, you said you killed my sister when she was a baby. Now she's back to fucking kill me. Yeah, you killed the I'm wrong gonna one. I'm going to go kill her myself. Numb nuts. You know, fuck this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants her fucking, uh, what's it called, right? The um, so, she, she wants her armor. <laughs> and so now the devil is left to toil in hell. With his own minions forever alone. Wagging his bag. And, yeah, he's a, he's a sad sack now. Oh. At least he's ripped. <laughs> so now they're going to tell another story. Right? Because the only way to make the devil feel better is just to tell him a story. It's like me. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I wonder if they were setting up a sequel here with this. You know, it, it feels that way, or, I mean, maybe they had another one that they were going to film or something, and they just ran out of money or something, and, like, this was it. Yeah, because... But it does feel like a setup. You have, like, Ginger Lynn, right, at the end being like, one day, like, our paths will cross again, or whatever. Her, yeah, like, yeah. talking in front of the neon lights with, like, uh, smoke behind it, dressed like she's uh, going to so fight some wild. orcs in fucking Mordor or something. <sighs> Dude, it, this movie fucking rules. I and it really is. It comes down to me. Like, it'd be an okay movie with just the first segment and something else. But yeah. I mean, the, the the clown purgatory story to me is one of the most amazing ideas put together so well and in and probably unrightfully so working so well in like this environment of being shot and like no budget. It it. Blew me away upon actually being able to watch it and comprehend what was going on. Watching it more sober. I'm not going to say yeah, sober, just like, more sober. I think I watched, oh. I watched this movie like fucking three times for this week, and it it's, still hasn't gotten old. Still hasn't yeah. gotten old to me. I'll probably watch it again this weekend, man. Now I'm going to hunt down the tape. If you have one of these tapes, hit me up. Let's let's figure out a trade. My man's got a powerful trade, babe. You can throw your way. <laughs> let's so. go. Let's let's look at my look at my fucking wall in the back over there. Let's look at this wall. It. 
Look at Actually, it's it's being some of like the best stuff is blocked by our fucking. Uh, don't don't make me reach back there and grab something right now and fucking show you. <laughs> I see mosquito right by your uh, y- yeah. your right shoulder. Uh, the right yeah, that's the heat right there. I see two Fast and the Furious releases right next to Unit Seven Thirty One. Don't make him fucking pull these fucking crispy tapes out to give you guys. He will. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, Satan's storybook. What do you think, man? Bad taste Hall of Fame material, or I? I mean, for me, it is. Yes, I. And it's only because of the fucking clown, dude. I think that is one of the most powerful fucking segments we've ever covered. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna agree, man. This is uh, definitely it. I think. I think we have to add this to the list of the bad taste Hall of Fame. We should like be actually like making a list. Like a, so we actually know which movies we play. Like, oh yeah, that's a good one, you know. If you we've said a lot of yeah. them are good, but yeah, but we don't know which ones we put in the Hall of Fame. If, you know, we got to go back. Yeah, you know what? I, I think I want people to suggest to us a oh, Hall of Fame for the wraparound too. Yeah, this is one of the I best like ones ever. Yeah, best ones ever. Like seriously, I can't think of many that that outdo this. But uh, when if you're hearing this at home. Let us know what you think should be in the Bad Taste Hall of Fame of the shit that we covered. And uh, we'll eventually get a list together and maybe make an actual Bad Taste Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, we should like, you know, we do those, those stupid fucking polls on Instagram and stuff. We should compile up a bunch of people's ideas and like come up with like a top 10 or whatever and have people vote on like the true Ooh. like top five or whatever fucking hall of fame movies for bad taste videos yeah let's let's try to figure out the top five bad taste video hall of fame movies all right yeah. let's do it everybody we'll, we'll try to figure out if we could put up a poll somewhere can you do that on instagram i think if we had like a, a oh on a short the story ones yeah we could do yeah, it on yeah. the story <clears throat> exactly oh yeah i'll do uh we'll let's try to narrow it down to 10 and then we'll narrow it down to the five We'll get this. Yeah, Let, we'll, we'll get it. We'll yeah. get it down there. We'll figure it out. We'll put up a poll in in, uh, in our story in the Bad Taste Video Instagram story, and we'll figure out top five you know, Bad Taste Hall of Fame movies. There and, we go. and I think trying to have me and you eventually figure out and debate what movie would be the Bad Taste Video number one of all time. Because we, bo- we both have it. Can't just be like, oh, this is my favorite movie. This is your favorite movie. It's got to be something that we come together on. I know. It's like, yeah. I could tell you. I think I know it too already. On the count of three. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Darkness. Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it. That's it. I guess that wasn't so hard after no, all. No, <laughs> no. That was easy as fuck. That's number one. That's like our movie. That's our jam, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck everybody else. We brought that back to life. <laughs> We just become best friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shit, man, I love it. I love it. So yeah, we'll figure out a uh, we'll figure out like a short list, like everybody's telling us now, and uh, we'll put it up in the polls in an Instagram story, and we'll try to figure out a top five, and we'll see what you guys think is is the number one. I think that's the more interesting thing to like. Yeah. What do what do the listeners think? What do the what do the followers think? So Grizz. I think that just about wraps it up for this week. Uh, where could they find you on the internet? Uh, I mean, you're if fine. you're watching us right now, you can see it on the screen, but 
Grizz, where can they find you? Find me watching Ginger Lynn hump Captain Spaulding in uh, (laughs) (laughs) thirty-one. No, in fucking Devil's Reject. Oh, what's that? She's thirty-one. Yeah, the one who's like fucking Captain Spaulding in her dream and got her boobies out. That's that's her. Wow, that's and then funny. she's the one that's that's fucking uh, the popcorn dude, the fucking head guy or whatever that fucking in, in 31. So she's just fucking in movies, you know. That's where you're going to find me, watching Ginger Lynn. <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabling. And you can find me at Bad Taste Vinny, uh, Video. I can't fucking talk right now. I'm drinking this blue fucking Mountain Dew Voltage. Please sponsor us, Mountain Dew. Um, you can find oh, me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. And you can find everything we do at <laughs> www.badtastevideo.com where we will eventually host the bad taste video hall of fame maybe when we yes. get our top five we'll do like an award show on here i'm down right well, i got that'll... a tuxedo shirt oh shit yeah 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 <laughs> we could do that we could do that so uh grizz uh, i don't think we picked our movie for next week uh do we do that live on air or do we just fucking let it rip we're gonna we're gonna let it ride i right. can't think right now all right but sorry. dude from uh, to our friend from across the pond man thank you for 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 coming and, and joining us for the chat tonight, dude. You've been you've been a lot of fun. You've threw out some good information, man. Tell your your other friends from across the pond to uh <laughs> give us a listen, you know? We're okay over here. What's the time difference? Hold on. I wanna say. Like what's know, he's probably eating beans and toast or some shit right now, having breakfast listening to us like a bunch of assholes. Two so. two fifty nine AM. So uh Dude, my man says it's five man. oh it's five where he is shit yeah. oh my god so if we uh let's see if we started right now oh dude this guy would have to go to sleep early and wake up for that <laughs> Oof. oh truly committed truly dude, we committed. appreciate you though thank you for coming thanks everybody for as always for coming and oh, hanging it's a, out oh it's, a, it's a five hour difference it's a five hour difference okay oh gotcha Oof, right. he scared me he scared me so 3 a.m that's doable that's doable. Yeah, it's not, not horrible. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, other than that, you know, Ernie, thanks for nothing for showing up late, you bum. You bum ass. <laughs> you fucking bum ass. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week. Um, we're going to figure out when we're going to do the uh, live viewing. We're probably going to watch fucking like Night of the Living Dead or something like that or House on Haunted Hill. Maybe we'll try again. Yeah, dude, there's, there's, some, there's some things on, on Internet Archive that I'm going to show you that I think would be much more entertaining okay. than those. Okay. So I got some tricks up my sleeve. Okay. All right. We will let everybody know about that. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Join us next time at twitch.tv slash bad taste video, where you could curse us out in the uh, chat. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>